I guess we should do this thing, huh? Fuck yeah, let's do this. All right. guys and welcome back to another episode of tip to tip with lou and chris my name is lou hey guys my name is chris that's chris that's always chris over there <laughs> one of these days that might not be chris you know if like you say the wrong thing to me and i just i'm just like i don't like it maybe we, if maybe we should have an episode where i swap with someone and just act like nothing happened <laughs> <laughs> like like would you be playing another character or would i have literally another person you would have side? another person Listen, I've got one or two people who want to do an episode, and I've told them to go fuck themselves. Is that true? Yeah. Oh. But. Yeah, don't replace let's, me. Let's not, let's not talk about them. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Right in the ass. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Last time we talked about Hot Topic. Seems like a while ago. <laughs> oh, man. I've been working so We remember so that I, I mutilated an ear, and... The job wasn't particularly memorable. You know what else is kind of interesting? So in that last episode, we talked about how I got basically put into the managerial program, the manager training program, and then quit like quickly thereafter. Yeah. We're about to play that game again at this next job. So that's that's like a running theme here for, for a minute. Uh, today we're talking about Tower Schomburg. Tower Records. Yep. It's another Tower Records, this <clears throat> one in Schomburg. Um Let's fucking occupational breakdown it up. Occupational breakdown. Occupational breakdown. Occupational breakdown. Occupational breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> I think we both have a little tickle in our throat, don't we? Got some. Balls Hopefully, all the people mouth. at home have a tickle now because of our magical singing. Tower Schomburg. I'm gonna call it Tower Schomburg. Just because I feel like I gotta differentiate that son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, it was my thirty-first job. We're 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 into the thirties, my friend. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's good times. Episode thirty-three, job thirty-one. I was doing some math, and you wonder how many jobs we have to go until we get to the job you and I met at. How many? Take a guess. Seventeen. Twenty-nine. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it doesn't. It seems like it's breaking the laws of physics to me. It's pretty fucking unreal. Yeah, I looked at the list and I was like, "Oh my god!" There's just every time I don't think there's another job, there's another job. There's so many jobs. Oh uh, anyway, um, yeah, position held. I was a clerk, just like at the other tower jobs I had, and my wage earned. I don't know what it was, but it was like minimum wage, so five and change per hour. And I was employed there just under a month, which <laughs> I find interesting, but we'll talk about that in a minute. That was your occupational breakdown. Break it down! Occupational style. <laughs> <laughs> so, the reason why I find it interesting that I was there for just under a month is I don't remember a single fucking shift from this job. <laughs> I have off, like dude. I have vague memories of like being in the room as an employee. I have a kind of a weird uh 
almost like remembering a dream you had once where I, I was standing <laughs> behind the counter, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But I really don't remember actually physically working at that job. I know it was boring. I remember dreading going, but not because it was so horrible. It was just like these long ass nine hour shifts where nothing would happen. And I didn't like any of the people I worked with. There was they were fine, I guess, but nobody made any kind of an impact on me. In fact, and I'll talk about this in a minute, but I actually worked with somebody I worked with at this job at another job <laughs> like a year later, two years later. And I didn't remember him at all until he remembered me. Oh my God. <laughs> and the thing that's funny is he remembered me and didn't say anything for like weeks. And then at some point, I guess he got comfortable enough to like ask me if I remembered him and I had to sort of pretend. But that's about another job, and we'll talk about that during that <laughs> job. Uh, during this job, he was utterly unmemorable, uh, and his name was Josh, just for the record. <laughs> so when we talk about him in another job, you'll know. That'll be the keyword. The keyword is Josh. Uh, yeah, a very boring job. Um, you don't remember a fucking shift? No, I don't remember working there other than just these weird, hazy flashes of like i'm standing behind the register you know like it's I, so I, ridiculous i mean it's I not weird go, that you don't yeah. remember it's not because of how weird. many jobs i've had yeah but yeah yeah i i remember this less probably than the other jobs that have been hazy like hot topic was pretty hazy but there was like stuff that happened like i pierced an ear yeah you know or i had an interview that had that was like weird because we talked about coalesce the whole time or fucking you know, I, I I don't know. I just this job was not memorable other than I know I worked there. <laughs> you know, I went there a lot as a customer. That's kind of, I think, one of the reasons this was the closest tower records to us in the in the suburbs of Chicago where we lived. And so when like me and Dan would drive to Tower Records to browse, we'd go to either this one, the one on Army Trail Road in Bloomingdale or the one downtown. Right. The, not the I big like. I didn't know there was one on Army Trail. Yeah, there was one on Army Trail. It was, it was like just east of Stratford Mall. Okay. On on the north side of Army Trail. And there was a really hot girl that worked there that every time he went, I would look for her. That said, there was a really hot girl that worked at this Tower Records too, whose name was Crystal, I remember. And she and I, I mean, I we went to this tower all the time as employees. I remember albums I bought from this tower. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember buying the first Lincoln Park album from this tower. <laughs> I remember buying the fucking Bush, the first Bush album from this tower. After right? it came out? I, like it, was right the, at... it was the day it came out. Holy it was like a shit. new release. That, it was like the, you know, they, they sell the uh, midnight releases. It was on a Tuesday. Me and Dan would go to Tower Records on like Tuesdays to see what was coming out. Yeah. You know, like, oh, we fucking pick up the new releases. On you know that kind of thing, so yeah, I remember buying a bunch of different albums there and like being a customer. But yeah, I have vague memories of like alphabetizing and doing that kind of shit on the floor. I have memories of trying to kill time, like walking around browsing. You know, did you find a cubby to like sleep in? No, <laughs> there was nowhere I could sleep. That that I definitely did not find there. It would have been awesome, but. Yeah, I remember I I started trying to find another job pretty quickly. Like probably 2 weeks in, I was I was already interviewing at other places. Yeah. And uh I interviewed at Harris Bank 
Oh my god! I can't remember who somebody recommended that they were hiring, and it was not too far from where we were living at the time—the apartment with Dan and Mike and and Ed. And so I applied there, and I had an interview, and part of the interview was a typing test, and I fucking failed the typing test, <laughs> which is awesome. So yeah, I I remember that, and then this is the fucking this part's the best. This is the, my favorite thing about this because I don't remember working there very much. And I know I wasn't a great employee. I had to have been like bare minimum style. And they fucking promoted me. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't have anything else. So as long as I'm like, you know, I'm going to look for another job, but I'll take a, ra- you know, a small fucking raise, you know, whatever from six, from 575 to 625, whatever it was. Um, I got promoted to a supervisor, right? And then I remember having another interview, uh, at a temp place for a 411 operator job, oh. <laughs> right? And I didn't, I'd never gotten hired through a temp place before. Like, I'd never done the whole temp thing. So I didn't really know exactly how it worked, but I, I remember having my interview at that place. And then at some point, I, I, didn't, I didn't, hadn't even gotten the offer or anything, but I was, I had come into Tower to, like, buy something. And the manager like sprung a supervisor meeting on me. He's like, "Hey, we're having a super supervisor meeting. I, I need you to be there." What? And I was like, "And I was like, I haven't even worked a shift as a supervisor yet, and I'm in the middle of something like living my life right now." <laughs> he's like, I, "He's like, I need you there. It's a you know, it'll be your first one. And I need everybody there." And I was like, "All right." And in my head, I'm like, "Nah, I'm not going to that." Yeah. Like, and I fucking bought whatever I bought with my employee discount, and I left, and I never went back to that fucking place as, as an employee. <laughs> I was like, no, nope, not doing that. So I fucking, I was like, well, if I'm not gonna go to a meeting, I know, like, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna go back and get yelled at. So I'm like, well, fuck them, I don't need it. I'll, I'll get another job. Then you know, this is sort of, at this point in my life, I've realized that if I bear down, I can get another job two to three weeks. Now. This this cycle of mine here was definitely causing some friction between me and and mainly Dan because <laughs> he was the more responsible party and he was covering more rent than anybody else and if I was not going to be able to pay my rent he was going to end up having to cover it so we had some uncomfortable conversations um, you know he's very he's very diplomatic he's he's a lovely guy he's really nice he loves me I love him um, but. He's also not going to, like, blow smoke up my ass. So, like, yeah, he started to get a little annoyed at me at this point. Um, just because I was, like, fucking barely making it every time. And, oh. and he was having to, like, cover a little bit on the edge. And I honestly, I don't really remember. There's a good chance he covered a lot on the edge. And I'm just, like, blanking it out in my mind. <laughs> a lot on and the he, edge. <laughs> needless to say that I fucking love that guy. And that, uh, you know, I've, I'm sure, apologized to him over the years for my ridiculousness. And... I hope that he's gotten enough joy out of my personality and just being around me and hearing my stories that it's sort of made up for these <laughs> moments, <laughs> but we'll never know for sure. He's still my friend, so either he's a really good person or, you know, it evened out somehow. <laughs> or he's but fucking yeah. desperate. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what, man, if I ever have money, if I'm ever rich, you know, if, if something ever happens where I have money, he's just getting a huge fucking check. <laughs> you know, like, hey, I know you love me. That's not about the money. Here's a hundred grand. <laughs> I would love to be in a position to do that, you know? Right. Um, he deserves it. 
if not much more. He's a wonderful fella. And uh, that's all I'll say about that at the moment. <coughs> I, I heard his dick is as thick as a $5 bill. I love that $5 bill joke. <laughs> not 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 as thick as a dollar bill. A five yeah, five because a five's bigger. Yes. Yeah. I, I love it. It's, it's <laughs> unstoppable. I it's so fucking his the whole thing about his dick is so funny. <laughs> what? Cuz like because he never he's you know like we were me and my friends are all very like whip our dick out tee hee hee. Yeah. And obviously in this day and age that's a little riskier maneuver. <laughs> um you know back then you got a bunch of dudes and like yeah it's funny to like put your dick on somebody's shoulder when they're watching tv <laughs> you know or thwap you know we could give them a thwap with you know you could hit somebody in the cheek with your dick if you could if you had enough dick to do that with right not everybody did <laughs> right but he never partook in any of that he was like not he wasn't like fuck off stop it but i knew not to like hit him with my dick you know, the most I would do is just, like, have it out and, like, draw attention to it without him, like, knowing that's what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. And then have him be like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> you know? But, like, yeah, for years, there was, like, no mention of his dick. And I'm like, oh, listen, you know, you don't have to play this game if you don't want to. That's okay. Like, and there's no pressure here. But I remember we were in his hot tub. Like, at, you know, he had a hot tub in the back. Back when I lived with him and his parents, back during the uh, the first or the second bout of town and country. If you want to listen to that episode, I'll talk about living with him and his parents, but they had a hot tub, like an above ground hot tub in their backyard. And we would sometimes, you know, go back there and have a hot tub after running or something. And I, I remember we were, it was, we were in boxers for whatever reason. I didn't have a bathing suit in my brain. I feel like he should have had a bathing suit, but maybe he was lazy or maybe he just hadn't bought a new bathing suit since he was 12. <laughs> I don't know, but either way, we were in the fucking hot tub and I noticed that his fucking his his little buddy was popping out of the, the hole in the front of the, the shorts and it was like bobbing on the water, you know, like, yeah. and I remember thinking like, my man, <laughs> like, he, he, he doesn't have the Irish curse. Exactly. Congratulations, gentlemen. But I didn't say anything about it because I didn't want to make him uncomfortable. And, you know, it was only a fleeting moment. Never thought of again. Until many, many, many years later, it became like a running joke. I, how, were, were we friends or was that like, were you there for the, the picture or was it something yes. that you heard about? Yeah, after? I was there. So that's, isn't that crazy? That like the first time he like really was like, here's what my dick looks like. It was like that far into my and his relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I, um, I almost feel, was that shit in a group chat? I can't remember. I just remember seeing a fucking picture of his dick next to a $5 bill. <laughs> so and, fucking funny. And, yeah, and, the, and, and the, the bill was there to show, like, you know, perspective, right? Like, you, <laughs> like if you fucking have a hostage and you put a newspaper up to show that they're alive on this date. <laughs> right. It was, like, to show the size. Like, everybody knows how big a fucking uh, a U.S. currency bill is. So you could tell, like, oh, he's got a fucking, he's got a nice, you know, big cock. But he fucking chose a $5 bill <laughs> instead of a, just a dollar because a five is bigger. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. He's going to be so upset if I put this in the episode. <laughs> He's got children. <laughs> oh God. That's okay. Nobody's listening to this anyway, <laughs> but yeah, fucking, I don't know how we got onto Dan's cock, but that's maybe that's my, uh, my thanks to him for, all those slices of pizza and things he bought me when I was in my quitting jobs on a whim stage. Um, 
yeah so i quit that fucking job no notice didn't even call or anything i just left and never went back uh they were one of those that they definitely mailed me my paycheck and it was like pretty quick like yeah. it took less than two weeks to get to me um and that was the end of that job i don't really have any other memories um did you I ever tell you a, oh, go ahead quick question did you ever um go back as a customer and have to deal with any unpleasantness no i went back as a customer uh i think i probably avoided that tower for a while and just shopped at the bloomingdale one or the downtown one until yeah. i felt like enough time had passed but i definitely caused that you know i've done that a couple of times where i've caused it to be uncomfortable somewhere that i used to go more yeah because i worked there and then quit with no notice and just <laughs> never came back and so i've had a couple of those and i've had jobs where you know what's funny is we're going to talk about another job two jobs from now and i'm gonna during that during my lunch break from that job i will run into people from tower at a subway <sighs> And I don't even I don't I've actually already done the notes on this job that we're talking that I'm talking about, but I f- didn't put them in the notes. So when we get to that job, hopefully I'll remember to tell you that story. But it was a little awkward because I just fucking bounced and then saw people that I worked with before, and they were like, "What what happened to you?" <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I avoided going there for a while, and when I would go there, I would kind of keep my head down when I walked through the front door and sort of. Not make eye contact, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Acting like a fucking fugitive. Right. Walking around that bitch. But yeah, luckily there was two other towers I could go to that were, I mean, not particularly close, but fuck it. I'll go for a drive. Yeah. Um. No, I was going to say, do you want to hear a story that's not related to this job, but is related to that hot girl that I was talking about that worked there? Of course I do. I'm not sure if I told you this story. So it's not, it's Crystal, not the best right? story. Crystal. I you know what? I'm like 90% sure her name was Crystal. There's a chance her name was something else, but for the purposes of this story, her name is Crystal. So, years before I worked there, probably 3 years before I worked there, a while before. Um, I'm thinking like 95-ish, but maybe 97, but either way a couple years before. Um, yeah, this girl worked at Tower and we had a, a, another friend of mine who wor- also worked there. So we'd go in to like visit with this friend and, and, you know, I'd see this girl there and I was just like, oh my God, I'm so into this chick. Like I can't, she was like the level of attractive where I couldn't talk to her, you know, <laughs> like she made my fucking lips tight, you know? Like, Are you serious? Yeah. I, when I get, when I get nervous, right? Like we talk about, like, you know, whether or not I'm able to like pick up chicks or whatever. And, and I, there's been times where I've done the, I've done the right thing. I made the moves. I got a number, whatever. But there's also been a lot of times where I like was this is going to be my moment and I would go and talk to a girl and I would turn into jelly. Oh. Like my face would get weird and I'd get all those uncomfortable feelings in my stomach and I'd forget that I was charming and funny you know? <laughs> and I would just not be. And I'm not good enough looking to get past that. <laughs> so if I can't be charming, it's, it's kind of game over. Yeah. Uh, which is why I've met so many girlfriends or, or girls that I've hooked up with at like jobs and stuff because we're working together so we're forced to be together and i there there's no pressure for me to like i, I don't get nervous and i just be myself but yeah this girl i just never could talk to comfortably and i just I, I don't know she she was just too hot and then at some point i was hanging out with aaron and this guy colin and some other people and we were like meeting some mutual friends at his house and 
holy shit, there this girl is. She's the mutual one of the mutual friends. And so then we're going to play a game, right? And all of us, and I'm spending the whole time like thinking, okay, I got to fucking make a play. I got to like give, give her at least a little bit of me so that I can find out if there's any chance. Because this chick is so hot. And I, she was nice enough. I don't know if she even had a good personality. I'm going to be honest with you. It was like 100% physical. But <laughs> at, at this party, there, we, we were going to play the game. And I don't, you know, it's hide and seek basically. But, you know, you basically, everybody goes down in the basement and hides. And then the lights get turned off. And then the person who's like it has to come down in the dark and try to find somebody, right? Okay. Like, so it's hide and seek with, you know, grownups. But in the dark. So you can kind of get away with hiding in a smaller space, you know? Yeah. Because you could technically just stand out in the open and hope they don't touch you. Right. Because you have to, they'd have to, like, touch you to, like, tag you. Yeah. Right? And so my hiding spot, I thought it would be fucking hilarious if so he had a pool table right and i'm like well anybody would hide under the pool table right right but who would hide on top of the pool table like if i'm the person walking around in the dark trying to find somebody and i feel the pool table the first thing i do is like reach under the pool table right that's just my you know 19 year old brain or whatever at the time was thinking so i'm like i'll hide on top of the pool table i'll just basically sit on the pool table and see what happens and then I knew there was somebody hiding under the pool table, too. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that person's going to get fucking caught for sure. <laughs> and so the person that's it comes down and they're like wandering around in the dark, bumping into shit. And people are trying not to laugh. And, you know, we're all a bunch of grownups playing hide and seek like idiots. Right. And this fucking person goes straight to the pool table and reaches out and touches me on top of the pool table. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, man. <laughs> I was like, I like I was first. I was like. I can't believe you looked above the pool table before looking below it. And then from below the pool table, I hear, fuck you. And it was fucking her. <laughs> and I was like, yep, there went that. <laughs> That's, I'm not even going to bother trying to be friendly anymore. <laughs> like this girl's just, no matter what I do, this girl's going to fucking hate me now. Oh, no. Because I'm the asshole who like was immature and was like, well, she's underneath the, you know, the pool table. Like that kind of, I not a great story but definitely like funny just because i was so like oh, i want to talk to this girl and then i called her stupid ass out under the pool table and she's like fuck you <laughs> oh my god i thought it was gonna be like she accidentally touched you and you had a boner or something oh boy yeah takes more to get a boner than, <laughs> than that maybe not then <laughs> exactly i don't know oh she was so hot and uh yeah I don't think I ever saw her again, to be honest with you, after that night. Oh, that's funny. But anyway, yeah, that's my tower crystal story. Um, you have anything else you want to ask about this fucking job? I don't think I could answer it. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. I, I used my employee discount quite a bit. Was it decent? Nah. It's probably, like, slightly better than ta tax off, you know? Oh, fuck that. Probably, like, 15% or something. Yeah. Maybe it was a little better. I, I don't remember, honestly. I've had so many jobs with so many employee discounts that I've really forgotten which ones. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I remember ta I remember Target's discount was legitimately like 10%, which was tax. So I was like, okay, you basically just get everything for no tax, which fine, but it's not a great discount. Yeah. And I've had other jobs that were like, 
I mean, Best Buy was kind of good, depending on what you bought. You know, when we talk about Best Buy, we could talk about that. But yeah, it was like cost plus a percentage, right? So I mean, like, that was that was great for like the Dynex stuff. It was the stuff that was made by Best Buy. Yeah. Um, I remember, dude. I got my TV there. That plasma I got there yeah. for like fucking cheap, like seven hundred bucks for like a I don't know two thousand dollar TV or something. That's and really it was good. Pan, it was Panasonic too. There was some sort of a deal they had like on those TVs where they're like, oh, if you're an employee, you can get this model of Panasonic. And I didn't even have fucking the money. On, I should be. I shouldn't have been spending that money on a TV. But I was like, oh man, I need a real TV. Yeah, it, that was the one that I had when we moved in together. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I love that fucking TV. Actually, I think I bought it while we were living together. I don't know. Because I know I bought it while at that. Because I remember putting it up there. Mm. I remember bringing it up the fucking stairs of that place in the box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, no questions about Tower Records in uh, Schaumburg, Illinois? <laughs> no. <laughs> How much time did you spend in Schaumburg before, like when you were in high school age? that time did you go to woodfield occasionally yeah we used to go to woodfield and tower and stuff like that you know we used to go and i mean when we were friends to go sarging at, at, at woodfield yeah i sure did <laughs> <laughs> um you know when we met i would go to tower and look at some of the bands that you were telling me about like i bought you know, I do perceive and like the first Owen album. Oh yeah, nice. You know, I was like, holy shit, they have it. Like, you know, because yeah. Owen isn't like very commercial or anything like that. You know, it's funny. I bought the first Owen album at Tower Records too, but the one I bought it was in Buckhead in uh, outside of Atlanta. Okay. It was the first one, and it was new. And I remember I had the same feeling. I'm like, holy shit, they have Owen at Tower. Yeah. I will. I will purchase it. Yeah, that's cool. That was his first shit. I had no idea what to expect. Like, I had never heard it. You know, I didn't even have, I didn't even have a computer at that point, so I, there was no internet for me to, like, check anything out. And, I mean, the internet existed. This was this would have been, like, 2000, but... How did you hear of Owen? I mean, just, like, following... You know, I, I went to fucking high school with those people, and I'd see them on... Uh, fuck. Was that MySpace era? I guess maybe that was even... Pr- pr- before MySpace. That was huh? before MySpace for sure. It must have just been word of mouth then. It must have just been like friends telling me like, hey, Mike's got a Mike's got a new thing he's doing. I knew that he was playing acoustic shows. Yeah. I knew that he had like gone on tour with like Reiner Maria. I think he was like as a roadie or selling merch or something for them. Like I feel like he wasn't even like initially on the tour. And then he started playing like acoustic shows, like his songs he was writing on acoustic and shit. Yeah, and then, he would open. Yeah, so that's I heard that he was doing that, but people were like, "Yeah, it's like folk kind of music. It's you know, it's not like cap and jazz, and it's not like American football, but it's sort of you'll like it if you like that, you know, his stuff." And but yeah, I bought it not really knowing what to expect, and then I was like, "Oh shit, this is really cool. I, this is exactly what I want right now." But I, I was actually gonna send you uh, that song "Saltwater" off of the King of Wise, like. Mm. That fucking song is, like, so good, dude. Yeah, that's a good album. I love that album. Owen's one of those... It's funny calling it a band because it's just a fucking guy, but it's one of those projects where every album, I am at a different place when I get it and, and listen to it a bunch, so they all remind me of different places, you know? Yeah. Like, like 
yeah it's fucking weird that's cool you know there's not a lot of bands like that for me anymore where i get that get an album and then listen to it a lot and in this position in my life and then years later i always think of that position when i hear that album again but yeah with owen stuff when i hear that first album i definitely think about georgia and that that time and when i hear uh fucking at home with album that's best buy mm. era i definitely think about that time and new leaves i think about taos um no no that was georgia the second time yeah that was the second time in georgia taos was king of wise yeah that's yeah, he's he's good he does good stuff that fucker i'm curious if he's <laughs> gonna i'm he's got to be doing something right now i mean i'm sure he's got songs it's just a matter if he decides to like make it a priority to record those next or do more american football i'm fine either way yeah i hope they put another album out that last one was excellent yeah i agree that la- that last album fucks <laughs> <laughs> um let's hit the let's let's hit the pee meter yeah <laughs> you want some of that action it's a five it, you know it's like it's like lukewarm water it's not offensive it was just boring boring and didn't pay enough if it paid 15 bucks an hour i'd probably still be working there it just didn't pay enough to to put up with that much boredom okay. so nothing nothing too exciting there but at least we checked it off the list and we never have to talk about it again. That's right, baby. So on the next episode, you know what we're, we're going to talk about? What are we talking about? We're going to talk about that fucking 411 operator <laughs> job. that I, the, the company was called Metro One. We're going to talk about that shit next. So, Isn't that a cell phone company? Metro One. The Metro PCS, I think, is like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Metro right. One is something else that's long gone. But we'll talk about that next time. So hope, hopefully you'll come back for that. I'll be here for it. I, I hope so. <laughs> talking talking into the wind otherwise. All right. I'll see you in a bit. All right. Love you, bro. Bye. Bye. Bye.